Hello, everyone, and welcome to Retail Asia's podcast in partnership with Capillary Technologies. In this episode, we'll determine with Capillary how to choose the right technological platform that can deliver and boost a brand's growth multifold. My name is Simon Hyatt. I am the contributing editor of Retail Asia magazine, and I will be your host today. Joining me is Ankit Madagaria, head of e-commerce, Puma, Southeast Asia. Ankit, welcome and say a big hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. Super happy to be here. And thanks, Simon, for inviting me. Looking forward to this conversation. I am also joined by Santosh Reddy, Vice President, Sales and Marketing at Capillary Technologies. Santosh, say hello to everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi, Simon. Thank you for having me here. Uh, Really looking forward to this conversation. Well, Santosh and Ankit, welcome to both of you. Santosh, while I have you on microphone, can you please tell us a little bit more about your business's relationship with Puma? Sure, uh, Simon. So Puma and Capillary have been working together since 2016. We actually started our engagement in India and we extended that to cover the Singapore and Malaysian markets. And hopefully, you know, we're looking to get into more markets in the future. It has actually been a very enriching experience with Puma. As we all know, Puma is the fastest sports brand in the world. They're always exploring newer channels, newer ways to engage with their consumers. And at Capillary, we have learned from this and, you know, that's inspired us to come up with more innovative solutions as well. Thanks very much, Santosh. Okay, so to start this podcast, I'd like to ask Ankit. So what are your thoughts on the current trends that you are seeing in the retail and e-commerce industries with respect to customer habits and buying preferences, Ankit? Uh, So Simon, uh, I think more from the fashion and lifestyle, right, which is where we have a big play. Consumers have, there are different consumers, right? And and they all have their own set of nuances and behaviors that they display. There are some who care a lot about what is the latest. Do I have the latest product which Lamello Ball is wearing on the court? Do I have what is the current top style which is being sported by the top celebrities like Dua Lipa or NCT? While there are others who prefer the touch and feel of the product. And those are the people who would want to go to the stores, try the fit out, want to wear the product, and then take a decision on what suits them or what they like. And then there are others as well, you know, who care about the value for money. And for them, it is important that they get the best product at the best price. And all these personas exist simultaneously all the time. And therefore, it is important that we are aware of these trends and the segments that exist and figure out a mechanism to talk to them in the way they would want to respond or in the way that they would find more appealing. And this is what we are observing for us. And I'm sure this is something that is happening across the industry. Thank you, Ankit. And for Santosh, what do you think are some of the major reasons for changes in consumer behavior, Santosh? Sure, Simon. What I think what we're seeing is consumers are increasingly more distracted and they're looking for newness. You know, that, I think that's what Ankit alluded to, right? The latest styles, the latest trends. I think that's one behavior change. Consumers' expectation in terms of personalized, you know, experiences, right? Whether in terms of the content they consume from a brand, the messaging, the offers, I think that has evolved. They're almost, you know, expecting this or demanding it in some senses. They're also expecting brands to engage in real time. Right. They want to, you know, the brands to be to be available when they are 
making a transaction or maybe when they're interacting with the brand. The other big trend which has played out in the last couple of years has been the pandemic. And that's actually changed consumer behavior in a couple of interesting ways. So one is you have a lot of consumers who have never done online shopping, have started doing and have been exposed to that world. There's also a trend of casualization and premiumization. So as consumers are staying at home because of the hybrid work environment, I think there's a lot more focus on casual wear, casual and stuff, which is which is important for them when they are at home. But when they actually get to the stores, I think they're looking for premium experiences, right? They, they might actually splurge, they might spend on categories which they may not ordinarily spend on. Another way this behavior has changed, I think, which the pandemic has had a key role is, you know, I think there's a lot more health awareness. There's a lot more pent up energy. They have these three or four trends which are playing out. You know, their expectation of newness, you know, their expectation of personalization, real time. And, you know, you had a large external event like the pandemic, which has introduced other changes in the consumer behavior as well. Very interesting, Santosh. We're noticing these behaviors at Retail Asia as well. A very insightful comment there from you. Another question for Ankit. I'm sure, sir, you could go on for hours with this question, but I will ask you to just keep it to a couple of minutes. What is one thing that Puma does better than other brands, Ankit? Simon, I was mentioning about identifying different personas and and talking to them in what makes sense, right? So that is something which I believe we do better or we try our best to be the best there, where reach out to to the customers with a relevant communication. We try to reach out to the customers with a relevant communication. And we also use the information which we have currently, right, about the different users to find more users like them who would be relevant and talk to them in a manner they would want to be spoken to. And this has been our strength. And this is also something that we are able to do because we use technology to capture the data, to process the data, and to ensure that we are building personas out of it. And this is something that we are proud of, and this has given us great results. Santosh, you guys are the experts in customer engagement and retention. How major a role does this play in the growth of a brand, in your opinion? Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Simon. So the the importance has always been there. You know, like Ankit mentioned, large brands like Puma have recognized that you know, uh, engaging and getting a customer who's already part of their database back is, you know, five to six times less expensive than trying to get a new customer. So that realization was always there. But increasingly, as we have gone, you know, as we've gone to more digital channels, I think brands are seeing more competitors, competition and competitors. So the role of engagement becomes even more important. And, you know, the cohort of consumers who actually shop with you, are likely to also refer their friends who might have similar shopping patterns. So in that sense, keeping them engaged and maybe pushing them to be advocates is getting even more important. Thank you, Santosh. Ankit, since we're on the hot and colorful topic of engagement, what are your current challenges in strengthening customer engagement and retention? And how are you solving these challenges? Uh, yes, Simon. I mean, this is super important. And as Santosh already pointed out, right, if you are able to keep your existing consumers engaged, you are able to get transactions at a much more efficient rate than need for acquiring new customers. Now, when I talk about challenges, it's always about relevance, right? I mean, consumers want to engage with the brand if we are speaking in a language that they want to listen or if we are communicating a message which they find relevant. 
and through the medium which they think is the right one for them because some consumers prefer to be only communicated on email while others they will not look at your email everything will go to spam right so they might prefer social ads or in few cases you know while sms is something which is quite personal some consumers have a preference that you know if there is a great offer there they would want to know about it and react to it so having a sense of what is the right channel to communicate and the right message to communicate and the right time to communicate this is something which constantly evolve and being on top of this is a challenge that we constantly work on and for us to some extent we are able to do it is by using tools where we are able to track like depending on when the communication was sent and what the message was what was the engagement rate for specific individuals right so that you create more communications for them which they act upon versus not acting upon and we constantly strive to improve here and be more relevant to the customers we have acquired so that when we send a message or communication to them they feel that the brand is talking to me and not sending me a spam Okay, there's some interesting thoughts there. I'd like to follow on with you directly. How can brands curate personalized experiences and build customer loyalty in your opinion? So Simon, it's super important to understand what the customer is buying, right? And when I say what customer is buying, you have traits of the product. For example, is this customer buying a particular sport versus others? Is this customer looking at when they buy are they buying the latest season products or are they buying something which is at a better price or at a higher discount are they buying because they are coming through social channel and google or are they buying when you communicate to them and they then come directly on the website and they purchase right so it's important that some of this clickstream data which the e-commerce today allows you to capture you are able to look at and also you are able to build hypothesis for the offline data where depending on your communication when did the customer then engage with you you are able to track when you are able to do some of these things and bring the data together you will be able to see patterns of what is driving engagement and what is not and again you have to further break it down into different cohorts of customers and when you do all that you will come up with few things which are working versus not working and that then has to be incorporated in your process of running campaigns so it's a flywheel of sorts right simon in a way where you need to constantly communicate see what has happened act on what has happened and stop what did not work and constantly improve and when you do this well you will see the unsubscription rate go down you will see higher and higher contribution coming from the repeat customers and this are the kpis then you can track on a day to day basis to see whether you are actually improving in this goal that you set out for yourself so it's a very dynamic and fluid process that's always developing and always growing ankit yes yes it is i mean it's always evolving and uh, again while the strategic approach can remain the same but the parameters and the inputs and the data always changes and you need to be on top of it and on track of it so that you continue to improve here santosh our listeners would love to hear your thoughts on the same question how can brands curate personalized experiences and build customer loyalty in your opinion santosh reddy 
Simon, I think Ankit had some really good points about how you can leverage data and technology to curate contextual experiences. I'd like to pick off on one of the points he talked about, where he talked about clickstream data. I think we're seeing a lot of brands now looking beyond transactional data and looking more at non-transactional or behavioral type events. You know, a lot of engagement and loyalty is really what you do with your consumers between two transactions. And, you know, can get them to engage with you, maybe play a game, participate in a lucky draw. I think those are some of the tactics which we're seeing work and that's the shift we're seeing work out. The other change we've seen with some of the brands as well is you have increasingly a set of consumers who are very conscious about their footprint, very conscious about the environmental impact. So we're also starting to see brands talk about, you know, some of their ESG initiatives. But, you know, it comes down to having a really good, technology stack, which allows you to surface these preferences. And then as a brand, you you would react to it. And your point was absolutely bang on. I mean, it's fluid and changing. And, you know, you you'll almost look at technology as an enabler to feed in these inputs, which brands can use to keep evolving this, uh, this engagement strategy. Thank you, Santosh. Now, I have just a couple of questions left for each of you. Ankit, what is the role of technology in a hyper-competitive market for brands like Puma to constantly adapt and innovate in order to retain tech-savvy and mobile-first young customers? So we're talking about the younger generation here, which is no doubt a huge proportion of your sales market. Ankit? Very important and very interesting question. We have to adapt as a brand to where the consumers are engaging, to where the consumers are buying. And from that perspective, it is super, super important that the technology we have gives a very, very comfortable and seamless experience to our users. So, so we invest constantly in, in improving the page load time, in, in ensuring that we are capturing the clickstream data and communicating in a more personalized way that will keep the consumer engaged on our platform. And all these investments are super important because A, they elevate the experience that the consumer is having and therefore you they spend more time with the brand, looking at the brand, and in the end, it means better better sales for us, right? So, so that's definitely super important and as santosh was also mentioning earlier given the number of variables that are there right and given the number of interactions that are possible to capture it's super important that you are on a technology stack which is able to capture this data which is able to process this information and take decisions on a real-time basis on what is the uh, sorting that the customer is seeing what are the products which are popping up in the recommendation what is the communication that happens in the email so all this is super important for especially for the the current users because think of it this way right if somebody was looking at sports style shoe for puma right and if i send an email which is generic then the customer will just write me off thinking i mean this person I have already browsed something, so I expect to get back recommendations which are linked to what I have already browsed. So, so from that perspective, it is both better results for us, and it also makes the consumer believe better in the brand. So, so, so the technology stacks, technology stack becomes super important, and at the same time, having this thought process to capture the different click stream of data 
to show what is relevant to the consumer having that thought process is also super important to make it work thank you ankit lastly santosh what are your views on how technology has evolved over the years in retail operations and how have businesses leveraged tech to maximize productivity sure simon i think uh, that's a great question so maybe i'll just you know address it in two parts uh, there have been a few shifts which have happened in terms of uh, technology right over the last few years i think one has been you know you've just brands have gone from just capturing data to looking at quality of data which they've captured so you know the depth of the data they able to understand the consumers behaviors and interests and so on the second shift which has played out is you know you've moved to a multi channel world and this is not just digital but you know this could be social platforms this could be facebook wechat line whatsapp that's the other shift and and consumers want one experience uh, everywhere the third is you know increasingly in the last few years there's been an awareness of data data usage and data privacy when consumers are very very aware of you know what the what data they're giving and you know what they're expecting in return so while all of this has played out uh, brands have tried to leverage these shifts and also have tried to focus on convenience have tried to focus on increasing speed of operations so what we're seeing as changes right and and i think ankit alluded to a few points as well in his in his responses is you're seeing brands look at you know having an enterprise marketing cloud which also syncs with their data platform and a loyalty platform and ideally it should be the same stack right so that you're able to leverage all the insights very well we're also seeing changes where you know loyalty and payments are sort of coming together you're having uh, use cases where i can convert my loyalty points to say say cashback and and some of those type of use cases and the third big shift we're seeing is you know you you also have technology which allows you to auto apply an offer as a consumer i might have two or three offers active but you know apply the best offer automatically so that the time is the time spent at checkout is much lesser i think some of these are shifts which we're seeing just sort of leveraging the the shifts in technology and the focus of brands on convenience and increasing speed of operations uh, in offline and online stores thank you santosh now one of my favorite elements when it comes to hosting these retail asia podcasts and our listeners will know this well is i like to put to our kind speakers a final take home message question so i'll say to you both uh, santosh and ankit if our listeners were to forget everything else that you kind gentlemen have mentioned today what would be the one or two things that you want our listeners to never forget from today's podcast santosh i might take you first what's your take home message the first message i think is you know this is an evolving you know uh, problem i think uh, the consumer behavior cycles are changing at a faster rate and brands need to be able to get that data and rich data to be able to respond i think that's one big takeaway uh, the second one is you know i think you know brands are looking and need to look increasingly at what happens in between transactions for consumers because that's where loyalty is built and uh, consumers are willing to share a lot of data but how will they leverage that uh, probably becomes a big differentiator absolutely perfect a uh, good gut reaction santosh thank you for that 
Ankit, you've had a, a couple of extra seconds to prepare your take-home message, <laughs> which wasn't granted to, to Santosh. <laughs> Ankit, what would be a couple of elements that you would not want our good listeners to forget today from the podcast? One thing about personalization, right? I mean, checking what the consumer is loving with about your communication or whatever you are doing, right? Keeping a very, very close eye on what your consumers are loving and what they are not reacting to or, or rather disliking. This is super, super, super important. Do more of what consumers love and and this you can only do if you are when you communicate, you also track what is the reaction of different consumers to your communication and then figuring out, you know, what is it that a particular group of my customers are loving versus not loving and doing more of what they are loving and less of what they are not loving. So that to me will, is, is a core of everything. And it's important that if we work with that framework, we will find the right technology and right everything to make this happen. So this is one big takeaway I will say the, the listeners should take away from today. The other thing is, it's important that you look at a technology stack to capture all the interactions possible because uh, only when you have when you have all this data together, uh, you will be able to connect the dots and you will be able to see what is working versus what is not working. And that will allow you to take decisions which are not which are more data driven and and less emotional or gut driven thank you so much ankit thank you so much santosh now that ends the formal part of the podcast discussion that we've enjoyed today but we're going to do something a little bit different and a little bit a little bit more fun at retail asia today we're going to have a quick fire session with each of you so before we end our session, I'd like to indulge you both in an exciting, rapid fire chat. I have a set of questions here that I'll ask you one after another. So are you both ready for this? I want an instinctive response. Santosh, Ankit, are you ready? Yep. Yes. Okay, fantastic. Ankit, I'll take you first. I'd like to know your first feelings, insights, or even a little bit of humor that comes up when I say the following words, okay? So I want your first instinct, even maybe a little bit of humor. Metaverse. I am a big believer in meta Metaverse, and I think it is going, right now it's not ready, but in future it will become a place where we'll be able to connect more personally, even though we are far away. I'm really excited about what the the promise of Metaverse. Okay, I'm firing at you here. Future of e-commerce, go. It's a place where the young generations would want to shop whenever they want and whatever time. So it's a place of discovery as well as uh, instant gratification. This one's fun. Capillary. For me, a tool that enables me to capture the consumer behavior and and act on it. So, yeah. Ankit, if you could change one thing in the world of e-commerce, what would that be? The return process. I mean, customers don't like it. It's bad. It's not the best. And I would want it to be far, far more seamless than it is today. 
Ankit, do customer expectations shape industry trends or do brands play a bigger role in pushing new products and innovation? I would say it's a, it's both. Usually it starts with a disruptor or a brand bringing in a new innovation like iPhone, right? And then it is something the consumer picks up and every brand has to follow with that. So, I mean, the iPhone was launched by Apple, but after the shift to touchscreen phones, now every brand which is which has to stay relevant has to ensure that they catch up to that trend. Your favorite part about what you do at Puma? So, uh, I mean, Puma, you know, I mean, it's associated with a lot of big athletes, right? And 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 one of the big things that happened to me was I happened to meet Virat Kohli because of Puma. Uh, he's the cap- uh, He was the captain of the Indian cricket team and is one of the best batsmen in the world ever. So it was amazing to meet him and uh, and get inspired and look at the clarity of thought at that young at that young of an age. I mean, it was it was an unrealistic experience for me and and I will never forget it. Finally, Ankit, one tip for upcoming brands to build their customer engagement, take it to the next level. Go. I would say that the focus is super important for anyone to achieve this and. For that focus to happen, it's important that you have someone uh, dedicated who is looking at this on a day-to-day basis, ensuring that uh, the communications are happening, the engagement is happening, and tracking it and improving it. And it's important that ownership is there because uh, that will ensure that uh, the engagement is constantly improving. Ankit, fantastic answers. Well done. I love the way you brought it back to cricket. Absolutely wonderful. Santosh, your turn. Are you ready, sir? Yes, yes, Simon. And I love the Virat Kohli answer. I I would completely agree with him on him being the greatest player. (laughs) Didn't we all? Didn't we all? Wonderful batsman, wonderful player, wonderful captain. Santosh, here we go. First question. What's your first feeling or insight or even some humor that comes up when I say the following words or phrases? NFT Web3. Uh, I think uh, while it's gone to the moon and come back, I, I really think there is potential there. It's probably going to be play out much bigger in the future. Customer engagement. Uh, It's the driver of loyalty, which is what most brands are after. Santosh, Puma. Uh, I think Puma is is a brand who I've always felt has been on, you know, ahead of the curve in identifying new trends. So great products, great marketing, uh, always ahead of the curve. You know, they, they picked up trends much faster than most other brands in the industry. What's the most challenging issue to track for brands when it comes to customer engagement and loyalty? Uh, I think the changing consumer cycle, Simon, like I I mentioned earlier, and also I think the newer generation of consumers are demanding and are, I think, a little hard to read. Uh, They have a lot more access to newer tools, technologies. I think that is probably the hardest challenge today, in my view. What's the role of luck or chance in building brand value, go, sir. 
I think uh, I, I think luck or chance probably gives you an opportunity at some non-linear growth, but I, I think the basics need to be there still. Uh, you know, if you're in the right category or market, it definitely helps. But you need to have the you know a structure which allows you to take advantage of it. So I'm I'm you know I'm a little bit of both. You know, like luck is important, but I don't think it's the only thing. What's the favorite thing about what you do at Capillary? No, that's a great question. So uh, I, I think at Capillary, we are, we are we're building a company which is, you know, focused on the long term, you know, we want to be a sustainable company. So, you know, the every every step we take is a part of that journey. And I find that part very rewarding, uh, you know, building something which which will hopefully last for a very long time. Can you shoot back to us one instinctive tip for brands across the globe looking to scale their loyalty programs? Oh, absolutely. Talk to Capillary. <laughs> That's the easiest one. <laughs> Excellent answer, Santosh. That's it. Thank you so much, Santosh. Thank you both for participating. That was a good bit of fun. Ankit, Head of E-Commerce at Puma Southeast Asia, and Santosh, Vice President Sales and Marketing at Capillary Technologies. Thank you both so very much for participating in this really insightful session with a little bit of fun and a quick fire at the end. So, ladies and gentlemen that are listening, that's it for today's Retail Asia podcast. I am the contributing editor of Retail Asia magazine. I've been your host today. Thank you so much for joining us. Good day to you all.